This pandemic has probably put a stress on all aspects of your life, not the least of which your wallet. These times can be, quite frankly, a little scary. And if you have a family, budgeting is so important now more than ever. Our friend Jordan Page, the queen of budgeting herself, is so generously giving free access to her budgeting boot camps for the whole month of May. Right now, we're supposed to be running a sale on my two programs, Budget Bootcamp and ProductivityBootcamp.com. And you know what? It just didn't feel right. I woke up and I just couldn't do it. So I lost a lot of sleep and made kind of an unprecedented business decision to offer my programs completely for free for the month of May. Isn't that amazing? She is so awesome. And we cannot believe how generous this is. These boot camps are amazing tools that you can use to make decisions about your income. She advises how to get out of debt, how to feel less stressed, and how to navigate your family budget. Check out her Instagram at Jordan Page. Well, as we saw this announcement, we thought it would be the perfect time to rehash some of the tips from our episode that we recorded with her back in January. If you want to hear the full episode, check out Tackling the Family Budget that was released on January 20th. And here are some of our favorite tips from Jordan. Ever have a parenting question that feels so embarrassing you dare not speak it out loud? Well, that's where I come in. I'm Vanessa Quigley, and this is the Mom Force brought to you by Chatbooks. This is your safe space to get those pressing parenting questions answered by experts. And as a mother of seven, I have loads of opinions too. If you like what you hear, feel free to leave us a review because we love reading them. And subscribe and share with your friends. Welcome to the Mom Force. First, Jordan explained to us the importance of budgeting and making a financial plan with your spouse. First of all, I want to ask you specifically about handling finances as a married couple. So first things first, don't budget just to say, oh, I should be better at budgeting. It'll last like two weeks, three weeks, maybe. You'll lose the motivation. You need to find your why as a couple and individually both, but you need to decide like, okay, Why are we going to do this? Go on a date. Talk about your life. Talk about what you want. Make some really fun goals. Talk about where do you want to be in 10 years, 20 years? What is it you want to work on? And suddenly as you're talking, that's when you find that motivation. Not just to budget just because or to spend less just because, but it's because once we pay off our credit cards, then we can finally save up for that new car that we need. Or then we can afford to redo the kitchen or you've been laid off from your job a lot longer than we thought and we're going to lose our house if we don't do something. So that's the motivation. We also asked how to have harmony in your marriage when it comes to budgeting. Now you and Bubba seem like you guys are on the same page with everything. So do you guys see eye to eye? Have you always seen eye to eye when it comes to finances? No, not at all. And in fact, I would like to stress that not seeing eye to eye on finances is is the norm, not the exception. I think the world might have an expectation that just because you're married, that you should just magically have finances figured out. So when you don't, it becomes stressful. It becomes angsty. It becomes a point of contention. What if we were to switch that? And our expectation is, you know what? This is going to be really hard. We are not going to see eye to eye on this. This is going to take a lot of work. We're probably going to fight over this a lot. But knowing that we can do it because it's worth it. You got to divide and conquer where you're all working for the same team. You are all working toward the same goals. You have regular meetings where you're supporting each other and helping each other and rooting each other on. But then otherwise you go to your office, you do your duties, you do them your way because it's what you're good at. You know, you don't send an accountant over to the creative department. 
and you don't send an artist over to do accounting and then you divide and conquer for the betterment of the team. And so I think you just understand we do things differently. That's what's beautiful about being married is now I have someone that's filling in the holes where I'm lacking and together we make a solid team and, you know, instead of having too many cooks in the kitchen. And someone from our MomForce Facebook group asked about apps or systems that people swear by for budgeting. And this was Jordan's answer. Your first recommendation is to figure out your why. Why do you want to budget? But then what do you suggest as far as the tactical stuff? You have a system, right? Budget Bootcamp? Yes, I do. I have an online program called Budget Bootcamp. So I basically just took everything I would do if I was consulting somebody one-on-one and put it in a digital program with a workbook so you can do it with your with your spouse. But the, the next step really, now that you know why you need a budget, you know, you set some goals and savings goals, debt goals, just lifestyle goals. Next, you just get to work. So we're talking about working out budgeting with, with a spouse, like as a family, what you would do is sit down with your spouse and you would go through everything that you spend money on. So sit down and have that formal conversation. And so the tactical way to do this is you print out you know, all your bank statements, your credit card statements, pull out your receipts, anything you have spent money on for the last three months, anything. And then you go through and you say, all right, swim lesson, gas in the cars, home repairs, groceries. And you basically just, I had a little pink highlighter and he had a blue one and we just kind of went line by line. And essentially we made a list of financial responsibilities that we were in charge of. My caveat for this is it does not have to be an even list. Jordan gave us some advice about how to properly set our goals. Yeah, so now that you know what you're in charge of, it makes it a little easier then to take your list of what you're responsible for and to break it down into little mini budgets. So overall, for the whole family, for the whole company, if you will, we call it the 70% rule, where whatever your take-home income is, your spending is 70% of that. For, For the whole family, everything in your life that you spend money on you need to spend 70% or less of your take-home income. Okay. So if it's a $1,000 paycheck, that would be $700 that you have for your mortgage, your bills, your debt payments, your groceries, travel, clothing, whatever, 70%. And then 20% of that every month should go into savings. And then you can split that up if you want and put part into emergency savings and part into just like a normal savings account. And then 10%, I say you should do something philanthropic with it or proactive. You could put that toward retirement, toward a college savings account for your kids. But the big asterisk with all of that is if you have any pressing debt that isn't paid off, which means like an outstanding bill, credit cards, something that's high interest that really you need to pay off fast, then don't even worry about savings and don't worry about investing. Don't worry about retirement. You need to get that debt paid off because your savings isn't gonna do you any good if you're headed to collections. They're gonna take everything anyway. One of the most requested tips was how to grocery shop and meal plan. And Jordan came through with some amazing advice. I recommend spending $100 per person in your family per month. A lot of times when I say that grocery budget, someone will automatically tune out and stop listening and say, this lady's crazy. That'll never work for me. I could never only spend $400 a month on groceries. And I would say, you're wrong. First of all, I've been doing this for years and years. It is a hundred percent possible. 
you may have to adjust. If you live in Hawaii or Canada or somewhere where prices are a lot higher, then just take the principle of setting a budget per person per month and then breaking it down per week and just adjust it a little bit. Or if you've got three people in your home who have a gluten intolerance, then maybe you need to give a little bit more of a budget, but the principle will work. And that number is a really good starting point. And I've been doing this for years and have literally had hundreds of thousands of people go through my program and try this and it works. Jordan summarized her thoughts for us about not getting overwhelmed and staying on track. You're learning how to cook out of your pantry or off of your shelf. You're learning how to live on less. You're learning how to reprioritize. That might be challenging. That might even be a little painful. But the beauty is you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to figure it out on your own. There are so many good resources out there and not even just mine. Go to YouTube, go to the blogs, not even just mine, anybody, anyone who has a good tip. So don't sit there and feel like you have to do it my way where I had to start from scratch and figure it out myself. Ask for help, go get help. And then it'll make the task feel less daunting. A final thought that we really loved from Jordan was how we can be wise and budget, but still treat ourselves. I would like to stand and prove to the world that it is possible to be a spender and to love rewarding yourself and to still be able to do it responsibly. I feel like if you don't reward yourself along the way, if you aren't spending money on fun things that are fulfilling to you, what is the point? You're just going to die with a bunch of money in your bank account and no experiences to show for it. For me, I really like to get out of the house. That's something for me that I'm home with my kids all, all day, every day. I work from home. I love my home, but I also love to go do things. A reward in feast or famine is to save up and go on a really fun date. To go out to dinner and have someone feed me and clean up after me is so motivating. I don't know. You have to find what's motivating to you. Maybe it's something that doesn't spend money would be maybe having some some me time. Maybe the husband takes the kids and you get to go have a little girl's night. I don't know. That comes down to you, but the rewards are very important. One of the things that we recommend doing is opening many bank accounts, at least seven, at least seven bank accounts so that it organizes your money a lot better. And one of those bank accounts should for sure be a fun money account. So if my budget for the week is $200, and let's say I have a really good week and I only spend 180 of those $200, instead of just buying an extra couple bags of chips or whatever suits my fancy at the store, I will consciously be like, yes, I've got 20 bucks that I can throw into the fun money account. And then what, what is that to you? Is that a trip to Disneyland? Is that a new sofa? And that is so important because even if you're in the worst financial situation of your life, you should always find ways to reward yourself big or small to keep the motivation. Thanks again, Jordan, for always making budgeting and saving an exciting thing that we can look forward to. I never thought I would say that. <laughs> Don't forget that Jordan is offering her bootcamp programs free for the month of May. Thank you for joining the Mom Force. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. And look in the show notes for a special Chapbooks discount code. See you next week.